Hello and welcome to Live, Work, Play, the City of Dalton podcast. I'm Bruce Frazier. I'm the Communications Director for the City Government, and I'm joined by our guest for this episode, Carl Campbell, the Executive Director of the Dalton-Whitfield Joint Development Authority. Carl, welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. Awesome. Hey, we're going to talk about development in this episode and also what's on the horizon for our community and also what goes on behind the scenes to make development happen. But first, I usually like to start each episode with uh, some announcements and use a note for our uh, listeners. And the main thing that's got my interest right now is the new Mill Line Trail project. We are recording this episode on January the 24th, and uh, the finishing touches are being made on that project almost literally as we speak. And we are planning to have a soft opening for the trail Uh, in early February and an official ribbon cutting for the trail at a date that we are going to announce soon. So stay tuned for that announcement. Of course, all of you that like to run or bike, you might have already checked out the trail. I went on a run out there uh, last week, and it's, it's fantastic out there. So you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash cityofdalton for all of that news, and we'll announce the uh, ribbon-cutting date there. And also, we're getting ready to launch an email newsletter for the city. We expect that it's going to be a weekly recap of news and notes from the local government, and we will also use it for important announcements. And you can go ahead and sign up on our website, daltonga.com. Gov. In the top menu, you will see the How Do I tab. Just click there and click Dalton email subscriptions. Check the latest news box and then sign up. And you can also sign up there to click to be alerted for job opportunity emails and uh, bid or RFP notifications. So now that's all out of the way, we get to our guest, Carl. First of all, welcome again. And uh, can you explain a little bit about what the JDA, the Joint Development Authority, is and and the work that you guys do? Sure. So the uh, Dalton Whitfield Joint Development Authority is a joint effort between the city and the county. Um, And so a lot of times you'll hear Joint Development Authority referring to multiple counties. In our case, it's the city and the county working together. And you don't always find that. And so um, it's good to to point that out because we do have a community that tries to work together every way we can. Uh, But the Development Authority is a government authority um, that is essentially authorized to legally um, provide tax incentives to companies that qualify uh, for those. And so the, the JDA is, is considered the economic development agency for the community. We are marketing our community to companies big and small, uh, industrial, retail, commercial, all, all aspects to try to grow um, the tax base in our community, to add amenities and, and services through that tax base, um, and then also provide jobs and, and good offerings for our community. You don't want to have to leave town to shop for everything that you need. Um, and so trying to make the community better through job and investment growth uh, is essentially it. And, you know, essentially being a big cheerleader, I guess, for the community. Absolutely. We're kind of the face of the crowd. That may be a sad statement with me, but uh, uh, we are. We're the cheerleader for Dalton, and we're out there telling the world uh, that Dalton is the best place for their next investment. Sure. And you grew up here in Dalton. Uh, you know, you uh, weren't born here, but you were raised here. And uh Obviously, University of Georgia graduate. I wanted to make sure to mention that. Go dogs! That's right. Go dogs! And uh, certainly proud to be um, from Dalton and have spent basically my whole life here. And so it's a it's a very neat thing to do what I do in the community that I'm from. Um, and I think it adds a little bit of uh, accountability to you because you know um, I'm not going to do something in this town knowing that I won't be here in ten years. Right. So this is my home. And so all the decisions that we make, the efforts that we pursue. Uh, you were gonna, we're going to do uh, in a manner that we would be proud of. And so I think that's good for the community. You want that anyway. You expect that anyway. Um, but I think it, personally the fact that I'm from here, you know, just adds a little bit extra to it, and I think that's good. It must be a really cool feeling to 
know Dalton as a child, know the story of Dalton, and then be able to look around and say, man, I was part of bringing this here, or I was part of building that, and I'm part of moving my hometown forward. Yeah, absolutely. Our community's got such a great heritage, and, uh, you know, living through it growing up, and, and, and the ups and the downs, right, and, the, and you know, the highs are really high, and the lows are really ho- low in our story, um, you know, but we've got a great story to tell, and so being a small piece of the next chapter uh, of, the, of the community um, is just a fantastic feeling, to have a small part in a positive change uh, is really rewarding. So this might sound like a silly question, but uh, one of the main reasons I wanted to bring you on today was to ask you, how does development happen? You know, you're driving through town and you see uh, a new restaurant pop up or you see a new retail chain come into town, like some of the big brands that have popped up. Or you see Q-Cells pop up there uh, right next to the interstate and it's growing and it's obviously attracted national attention, international attention. That obviously doesn't just happen. As you're driving around town, you might not know the story. So what goes on behind the scenes to make those developments happen? Absolutely. You know, the first thing I'll tell you is a lot of time goes on behind the scenes. Um, You know, uh, even the Olive Garden restaurant, right, that everybody talked about and anticipated, um, you know, was about two years in the making when they officially said, this is the site we want to focus on. We think we can make this work. We want to try to make this happen. You know, two years passed from the time, um, you know, they kind of started talking about it till we were able to see it come out of the ground and, and actually eat there, you know. So um, there's a lot of time involved, a lot of efforts involved. And, you know, um, you know, in my role, I'm standing on the shoulders of the people before me. There was a lot of groundwork put in place um, to try to, you know, help market Dalton to the world. And, you know, one thing I think is important to understand is for a long, long time, we didn't have to recruit companies to this community. They just came. Um, you know, if they wanted to be in the flooring industry and they weren't completely vertically integrated, meaning they did all the processes for their product, uh, then they had to come here to get those other processes done. And so Dalton um, recruited itself to its own industry, and we didn't need anything outside, and we didn't want necessarily anything outside. And so um, there was not an effort made. And, and now, you know, companies have lots of choices. Um, you know, we're not actively active actively, excuse me, uh, recruiting floor covering companies. You know, we don't want to bring competition for the companies that we already have for the same skill sets. Um, That's not necessarily healthy. We've got a lot of that already. And so um, recruiting different companies to our community uh, is a new thing for our community in, in say, the last decade and trying to help people understand that, hey, we do accept and embrace different things. We do want different things, and they can add value to our community. Sure. You know, uh Obviously, diversification is a very good thing, you know, as uh, the community develops, right? I mean, we are the carpet capital of the world, the floor covering capital of the world, and and we're very proud of that legacy, and we're also looking to build new legacies as well. That's right, and I I say it a lot of times um, that we always want to be the flooring capital of the world, and we never want to be the capital maybe of anything else, right? And so diversity is good uh, because people want choices, um, and, and just like the housing recession that hit in, in 2008, 2009, you know, that, that was a big impact for our community. And so if we can bring companies in that lessen an impact of an event like that on our community, then we've done the right thing. So we want to make sure we bring companies that, uh, you know, add value in, in the form of uh, good jobs with good wages and good benefits and, and just good corporate practices and corporate citizens, right? Um, but I think if we do that, then we're all better off. 
So you travel around the region, maybe around the country, and you tell our story and, and you sell our community. And I was interested in hearing what is your elevator pitch for Dalton? When you meet somebody that doesn't know our area or maybe doesn't know it very well, how do you pitch uh, the city of Dalton to Whitfield County? Well, you certainly tailor it to based on who you're talking to. And so, and certainly we travel around the country, but we also travel around the world. And Dalton is on the map worldwide. People know us as a manufacturing community. Um, and so, you know, one thing I share with people is that we're a community that knows how to do and make great things. Uh, there's a lot of engineering talent in this community. Uh, and we have a world-class manufacturing industry here. You take a community that, you know, City of Dalton, 34,000 people, Whitfield County, 104,000 people. If you stretch it out a little more with the MSA, 140,000 people. And we have an $11 billion industry here. You don't get that by accident. You don't get that with good in, without good infrastructure, uh, good resources, and great people. And so that's what we have. And so that's what we tell people. We're the best place for your next investment because we are a world-class manufacturing town, and we can help you be successful. And, you know, not just everything that we can build here, everything that we do here, but so much has changed even in the last 20 years. I'm not from Dalton, but I came here first in 2002 and then uh, came back here permanently in, in 2008. And uh, just the way the community has changed in terms of some of the quality of life things, the, the entertainment things you can do here. Now, you mentioned you don't want to have to go out of town in order to shop and you know eat and things like that. Uh, there's been a lot of development along those lines and some of those things that attract you to want to live here. And I'm sure that you talk to people about all the great things we've got going on there as well. Yeah, certainly, you know, um, it's easy to say, well, we need this and we need that, or we don't have this and we don't have that. But if you really take stock of what we do have in Dalton, you know, we're, we're a small town with big city amenities. I mean, we have culture, you know, we have the arts and, and you know, like the Creative Arts Guild, and they do tremendous things. We have the theaters. We have world, you know, in my opinion, we have world-class recreation facilities and departments. Um, you know, so we've got opportunities for almost anybody to do anything. Um, if you think about traditional golf, you think about disc golf, baseball, softball, soccer, you know, those are all huge things, um, you know, that we excel in. You know, people come to our community and play, play ball on our fields for a weekend, and they're blown away by the resources that we have here. And so, um, you know, it's very easy to kind of be glass half empty, you know, um, but folks that come into this town for the first time, they're definitely glass half full. And so I, I think having some perspective from outside is a fantastic thing. It was great for me as a, as a person and as a career. Um, I started my economic development career with the Georgia Department of Economic Development. So I worked for the state of Georgia. I covered all of Northwest Georgia, but you know, in the state role, you really cover a lot of a lot of the state from time to time, and so I would be in South Georgia, East Georgia, um, different places, and and they would say, "Carl, where are you from?" And I'd say, "Well, I'm from Dalton," and they go, "Wow, Dalton, y'all are killing it up there." And I'd say, "Yeah, we are," um, you know, and you get a little pride right there, right? And so, um, you know, if we step back and we think about everything that we have going on in Dalton, um, I think it's a great thing. And you know, if you look at Georgia, there's 159 counties. And, you know, you take about 30 of those counties that are the metros and the coastal towns and, you know, the bigger cities, they wouldn't trade places with Dalton, but almost everybody else would. Sure. Right? We have so much going on here, so much opportunity. And so certainly we've got things we want to work on, we want to improve and fix, um, but we've, we've got a lot to be thankful for here. 
Absolutely. You know, and one of the cool things about your job, I would think, is the opportunity to see our community uh, through the eyes of outsiders a lot. You know, uh, one of the things people always say, you know, they never do the quote unquote touristy things in their community and maybe they take it for granted because they're just living their daily lives and they may not look around every once in a while and realize all the cool things we've got here, right? And, you know, you obviously know everything about the great things that are going out in Dalton. Certainly, it's easy to kind of get in your pattern, right? And so we do what we com- we're comfortable with, and and, uh, and a lot of us really just want to go to work and go home and kind of be left alone. But, um, you know, there really is a, a lot of opportunity here to do different things. And if you want to stretch yourself, um, you know, both mentally and physically, you can do that in Dalton, Georgia. You know, um, if you say, well, there's nothing to do here, what you're really saying is, well, I don't want to choose the options that we have, or I don't know what's out there. Um, but certainly there's a lot of great things to do, and, and, you know, we always try to add more. That's just who we are. Um, but certainly I think we've got a lot to be thankful for in, in, in a lot of ways to um, chase a lot of different av- avenues and chase a lot of different dreams. So like I said, we're recording this January 24th. Uh- a lot of people have probably already given up on some of their New Year's resolutions, but it is the time of year where we look ahead to the year ahead and, you know, what we're kind of excited about. And that's one reason I wanted to have you on this month to talk about the year to come. What do you have on the horizon? What's what's on your map for this year? Sure. So, um, you know, one of the things I think that, that you could say, and most people would agree with, is if you drive around the city of Dalton right now, um, kind of feels like a construction zone. Something new every day. Something new every day, right? And so a lot of stuff coming out of the ground um, that we're very excited about. You know, we've got a lot of apartments coming up right now, and, and that's an area where we haven't had enough in our community, and so we've worked hard to get some some good developments uh, being built, and we've got them, you know, in all sizes and price points. Um, and so that's great. You know, we've seen tremendous growth at our hospital, tremendous growth at our schools, Um you know, and so I, I think, you know, that theme of, of we're growing is is the theme that I think is going to permeate throughout our 2024 year. Uh, really looking forward to seeing, you know, the rest of those apartments come online by the end of this year. Um, so we're going to have a lot of new housing opportunities on the multifamily side. Uh, we've got single family housing opportunities coming up, not as many, but projects that we're working on. Uh, I've got one particular project that I'm excited about in the city. Uh, which is this, um, the Hamilton Street neighborhood development that we're working on. This is an infill development. Um, you know, it's going to be uh, basically one mile from, from Burr Park, right in the center of downtown, and uh, provide some houses uh, for workforce. You know, so these will be nice homes, but not um, huge lots, not huge homes, um, and a very thoughtfully, carefully planned development on a smaller piece of property. And so we're going to add, you know, a lot of tax value and hopefully a lot of value to that area with with the project. So uh, I I think growth is the theme for the next year, um, and I think it's a good one. So I'm looking forward to seeing that come to to fruition. Yeah, that Hamilton Street project is really cool. It is a a real uh, public-private partnership. You know, it's on donated land uh, that was donated by, I believe, one of the carpet manufacturers. That's right. It was a Mohawk property in years past. There was a mill there, and um, somewhere in the time frame of 2008 or nine. Uh, they came to the city and said, we'd like to donate this property to the city if you'll tear the building down and clean up the property. And so the city accepted the property, and they, they did that. They tore the building down and cleaned up the property. Um, and then, But the property had a restriction on the deed that said it could only be green space for 20 years. And so the, the site sat there as a green you know, piece of grass mostly 
uh, not completely, you know, for a long time and, and really hadn't provided a lot of value um, to our community. Um, the city leaders at that time didn't feel like they needed to build a park there. Um, and so it hasn't been utilized. And so, um, you know, we approached the mayor about maybe trying to put some housing on there. There's been a real uh, crisis, if you will, um, in how, for housing really across the United States, but in, in, in our region in Georgia, for sure, uh, with all the job growth that we've seen. And so we really needed some more houses. So um, we approached the mayor, Mayor Pennington, uh, about doing a housing project there. Um, he agreed. He said, if Mohawk will let us do it, then you can try. And so we went to Mohawk and said, hey, here's what we're trying to do. You've asked us to get in the housing space and try to fix workforce housing. This is one step in that process. Can you can you agree with this and can you remove that restriction? And so Mohawk did. They took the restriction off, and so now that property can, can have housing on it. Um, and so that's what we've set out to do. So we've worked with an architect that is um, very well versed in, in infield development and, and uh, efficient design. And so we're creating a neighborhood there. Um, it won't be finished this year, but it'll certainly be started this year. And so that's a project that uh, myself with the D Joint Development Authority, uh, Allison Coker with Believe Better Dalton, uh, Anna Adamson with the Flooring Capital Development Corporation and the city of Dalton, we have all kind of jumped in and worked together to try to get this thing off the ground and built. And at the end of the day, if we're successful, uh, we'll have 40 new homes in the city of Dalton, very close to downtown, where people can walk to eat and shop and go to a concert if they choose. So. And that story right there is one of the things that I find really exciting and also really interesting about the way development happens. You know, you've got, you mentioned that you talked to Mohawk about the fact that, hey, you asked us to do some work in the housing space because you have all these jobs and we don't have places for your employees to maybe live. Uh, because anybody that over the years has looked for apartments or, or places to rent or places to buy in Dalton knows that that is in short supply because we've got so many great jobs here, right? So, you know, you guys are a public-private partnership. You have those conversations with, you know, elected leaders and also business leaders about what do we need, what are our challenges. And then you guys bridge the gap with private developers, public developers, to try to make those things happen. And when you look at the Believe Greater Dalton plan that's championed by our Chamber of Commerce, it's not just a PowerPoint presentation. You guys are bringing that to life. That's right. It's a real strategic plan. Um, and the housing study brought out the need, you know, really kind of um, put facts down on paper. You know, we all thought we knew what, what we needed, but that really proved here's what you need um, and gave us the ability to, to take that action plan. But, you know, something to think about in our community is, you know, for a long, long time, we didn't really care where you lived as long as you could get to work on time. Right. And so um, housing was not a big, big issue. And we've always been an importer of people. You know, about 30,000 people drive into Dalton every day for their job. Um, and that's, that's been going on for decades. And so, um, you know, but what happens is, is, you know, if you don't, if you don't live here, but you work here, then you're not invested here. Right. And so we have learned that there's a cost to not having people live in your community. And, you know, we've got all these fantastic jobs that have great benefits and great salaries and they're great corporations. And so, you know, but all those people that work there at those great jobs and then leave to go home in another community, they're not engaged, right? They're not in Civitan, they're not in Rotary, they're not in a church or a recreation department here. You know, they're not pouring back into this community. And that's what makes a community great is when the people are really invested, right? And so, um, 
having more people live here is important. You know, so we've got to grow this community. You know, I think it's a simple fact that most people will accept that if you're not growing, you're dying, right? And so we've got to grow. We want to grow at the right rate and in the right way, but we've got to grow to survive. And I think, you know, um, we want to do what's right for our kids and our grandkids. This We need to leave this town better than we found it. And, uh, you know, we want to make it a place to where, you know, our kids want to come back. And so, uh, so that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to grow it the right way, get these people here, and get them plugged in. I'm a firm believer that, you know, uh, most people are good, and they want to help, and they want to get engaged, and they want to get involved. And so if they live here, they'll do that, and we'll all be better for it. And you guys have got a really cool website. It's locationdalton.com, and that kind of tells a little bit about what you do and, and, and the way that you go about it. And it's just really neat to know as a resident of Dalton that, you know, there is a plan and there are people that are working and it, it, the things that you see coming up around town are not just happening haphazardly. They are really part of a, a strategic plan that uh, has good goals and, and, and good mechanisms working for it. That's right. There is a plan and an, and an effort. And, and that's important that people understand that, hey, this there is a concentrated effort to get the right things in our community. Um, and, you know, if a company comes and finds a private piece of property and they're they're doing a legal operation, we can't stop them from coming and doing that, right? Um, but we can help them understand that based on what they're going to try to do, they may or may not be successful here. And so if we don't believe they're going to be successful here, um, you know, we try to encourage them to find somewhere else to be. And I'll give you a great example. Um, you know, a company that, that wants to come here and, and hire a bunch of people at 10 to $12 an hour is not going to be successful, right? Because our industry pays much, much more than that. And so, you know, there is still somewhat of a reputation that you can come to Dalton and you can find an empty building and you can get lots of cheap labor. Um, and both of those are neither are not true. Right. Uh, there's not a lot of empty buildings. Uh, a lot of them look empty because the processes have changed and so they don't need as many people in a building as they used to. Um, and, you know, you're not going to come here and hire a thousand people at $10 an hour, right? Because our, our citizens have better options than that. And so when we see those companies, when we talk to those companies, and we help them understand what the landscape is, sometimes they do find another town. And so that's a good thing for us because we want to make sure that we don't, we don't want anybody to be unsuccessful in our community. We don't want them to waste the land, waste the building, waste the time, waste the money, right? Because there's a cost to that on our side as well. For sure, yeah. And, and so we want to take whatever resources that we have and deploy them in, in something that we can be proud of and that's going to add value to our citizens, right? Jobs that pay more, good investments for our community. Um, things of that nature. So we do try to be very selective uh, in who we recruit, and we try to be a filter for those that come on their own and help them understand the landscape. And if, if they add value and they're going to be successful, then we're going to help them do that. Um, but if we don't think they're going to be successful, we're going to help them understand why we feel that way and, and help them maybe take a look at this community a little bit harder. So uh, the last thing I wanted to touch on, and we may have already touched on a little bit with the, the housing situation, but what we already talked about some of the things you're excited about what are some of the challenges that are facing our community and what are the things that we uh, as a community need to be working on and and what are some of the things that you sort of when you wake up each morning you say i'm going to attack this today yeah um you know a couple of things what i'm excited about certainly we've talked about continued growth and and um and i'll just add a point you know we're we're at a point now where we're finally attracting um, more of the kind of retail that we want to our community. Um, and so it's important that we grow housing and that we spread that um, 
housing mix throughout our community. Um, because the more we do that, then the more we open up the entire community for those opportunities. So let me give you a good example, and I won't call anybody out by name, but let's say there was a particular brand of grocery store that you wanted in the community. Maybe um, one with really good sub sandwiches, maybe? Maybe. That's right. Yeah, good produce and everything else, right? And so if you want to get them in our town, right now there's one position in town that they want to be in, and that's on the Walnut Avenue corridor next to I-75. Now, there's plenty of other good spots in our community that they could go to, and if we're being honest, they'd be very successful. Right, Because, you know, you can get from one end of our community to the other in maybe 15 minutes max. If, if you hit every light. That's right, yeah. So, so it's very easy to travel here, and so anywhere they put that particular store, I'm sure there would be a grand slam, right? It'd be very successful. But their metrics say that they need to be on Walnut Avenue because that's where the most density of the best housing and the best incomes is in our community. So as we grow our housing and we put more options around our community, then we make those areas more viable and we can continue to grow that. So what are the hurdles? What are the downsides? What do we need to fix? That's the main one, right? So we've got to make our whole community feel like our whole community. And so we've got to add the right pieces and make value all over our community. We've got five retail sectors in our community, basically, if you think about Walnut Avenue, Rocky Face, uh, Cleveland Highway, um, along the bypass and in that area, downtown, and then the Walnut Square Mall area. So you've got five retail sectors, and the majority of the retailers that want to come to our town are ignoring four of them. And it's a little bit, I, I guess development is a little bit like that snowball rolling downhill. You have to get it started, and that's tough to do. But once it starts rolling downhill, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and it does it by itself. That's right. And so, you know, success brings more success, right? You know, one of the things that I think it's kind of funny, most people don't think about, but, if, you know, find another town our size that has three Chick-fil-A's, <laughs> right? That's a good point, sure. So, so you know, companies can look at our community and go, well, if, if it works for Chick-fil-A, it would probably work for us. Exactly. You know, I mean, because they were in the Walnut area, but— you know, they're also thriving in North Dalton, and they're, I mean, they're thriving in the mall, so. Yeah, I think the mall stores had record years uh, in the recent past, you know, as well. So, um, and they've been very creative, you know, putting the drive through in the back. And so, um, but just trying to make, you know, trying to highlight the wins um, and and then, you know, help people understand our communities more than just Walnut Avenue, right? And so that's a challenge, I think, that, uh, you know, we're going to try to fix. Um, and it's fixable. And I think we're seeing that. You're already seeing a little bit more growth in different areas. We're seeing some different opportunities. Um, I mean, the fact that Chick-fil-A put their third store, you know, up on Cleveland Highway is a huge testament to that area, right? Um, and so, you know, other, other retailers are starting to think, hey, maybe I need to think about it over here. Um, you know, if they sit through that drive through line and they see the number of folks that come in in that restaurant, they understand that, hey, this is a viable section of the market. Well, a podcast episode that manages to mention Georgia football and Chick-fil-A sandwiches in, in, in one episode is, is successful to me. So, Carl, I really thank you for taking some time to, to spend with us and, and to talk about development. Absolutely. Happy to speak about the Bulldogs anytime and uh, certainly proud to talk about Dalton and uh, very proud to be in this role and help try to be a small part in good positive changes. Well, thanks very much. And uh, if you like the episode, please like and subscribe to us wherever you're watching or listening to us. And we'll be back soon with more to talk about with the city of Dalton. Have a great day.